You're listening to the Sports Moment, January 18th, 2024. Part of the Sports Moments and Memories with Craig Olson podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe so you never miss a sports moment. Sponsored by Pemberton Law. And Lake Area Docks and Lifts. Welcome to the podcast, and boy, we've uh, got some fun lined up for you today. We're going to be hearing from Fergus Falls Activities Director Derek Abrahams in just a few minutes. Real special night coming up Monday night at the Roosevelt Gym, the Otter Fieldhouse. A doubleheader of basketball between Moorhead and Fergus Falls. Girls at 6.30, boys at about 8 o'clock in the old gym, and boy, that's going to be a fun night. It's alumni night. No charge to come and watch all the action. Minnesota Motor Company is picking up the tab for all the fans, even those wearing orange and black from Moorhead. So that's a great uh, gesture by the Brimhalls, who are all alumni to Fergus Falls High School, and they want you to go and enjoy it and not worry about the cost on Monday night. Should be a great uh, night of basketball. And we'll hear from Derek about the special alumni night that is going on that evening at the Roosevelt Gym. So we'll have that in just a couple of minutes. Also, yesterday uh, we put up the second half of our featured podcast on the 2000-2001 Lady Spartans basketball team, the NJCAA Division III National Champions. And you can check out part one and part two uh, of the podcast now. They are both posted here on the uh, Craig Olson Sports Moments and Memories uh, podcast. So be sure to check those out. Share and like, if you would, please, and make sure uh, Spartan fans get a chance to view that as we caught up with all nine members of that championship team and coaches Ann Williams and Brenda Johnson when they were inducted into the Legends Hall of Fame at M State back in early December. So fun putting it together, fun remembering all those great games and great memories that that team provided to Spartan fans. And speaking of Spartans, well, last night the Spartan men beat Ridgewater 83-79. to Bell and Alamati hit a three-pointer with 10 seconds left in the game, and that gave the Spartans the lead. They hit a free throw to make it a four-point spread, after a foul at the other end following a missed three by Ridgewater. And the Spartan men get a great home court victory. They had four players in double figures, led by Michaela Cambalo with 23 and Tyson MacArthur with 20. Spartans go to 3-2 and two in the MCAC Southern Division. So that was a, a great night of basketball at M State. And now let's hear from Derek Abrahams and a great night of basketball for Fergus Falls fans and Moorhead fans coming up on Monday night at the Otter Fieldhouse. Derek Abrahams, the activities director at Fergus Falls High School, is joining us. It's a fun winter for a number of reasons, and not the least of which is some games being played at the Otter Fieldhouse on the basketball front. We have gymnastics and wrestling housed there for varsity competition, but getting basketball back in that field house has, I know, been a goal of yours, Derek, as AD, and boy, it, it's been fun to have some basketball back in there, and we've got a great night planned for Monday night. 
Absolutely. It's, it's going to be fun. We have one of our oldest rivals with Moorhead uh, coming to town. This is something that we uh, put together along with uh, Dean Haugo, the, the activities director over at Moorhead. He was uh, real excited to have an opportunity. Um, he, he had coached in that gym uh, previously when he, was a, when he was a coach at Breckenridge and uh, was real excited to <coughs> excuse me, uh, possibly have a have a game in there and so we we set this up as a boy girl double header and uh we're ready to go and it all starts uh with a uh, i'm sure the jv action before and then the, the varsity so give us a little lowdown of the schedule that night so we the first game uh we're going to run four games back to back to back to back so the first game is actually going to start at 3 30 uh to get them all in there uh so the girls jv against moorhead at 3 30 then approximately 5 o'clock will be the boys' JV game uh, against Moorhead. Then at about 6.30 approximately will be the girls' varsity, followed by the boys' varsity. So we, we will start at 3.30, then our approximate time is about every hour and a half. But we're obviously just going to kind of keep the games rolling as we go. And, of course, uh, it's a special night in a number of uh, ways, not only the basketball and Moorhead coming in, but, also, it's alumni night, and fans are getting in free thanks to a, a great sponsor and supporter of Otter Athletics. Yep, Minnesota Motors has agreed to make that a Minnesota Motor Night, which uh, is great, especially with that spread out time of um, and starting earlier. It's always hard to get, you know, we are, have to have a lot of people there to help with tickets and everything, and, and Minnesota Motors was so gracious and said, as, you know, they're, they're all alumni too, and and said this would be a great night for a Minnesota Motor Night. So it is going to be free. Um, the place should be packed between the two um, teams that are coming in. Moorhead's close by and always has a good following. So it should be a great atmosphere in there. I know the alumni band is going to be in there. So uh, we're really looking forward to it. Uh, it's been about a year in the works here, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, and this is a special year, too, Derek, uh, for Otter basketball history because 20 years ago, the Otters were at state in 2004 under Gary Schuler's leadership, and 40 years ago, they were at state in 1984 with Bob Yorkland as the head coach. So uh, what do you have planned for honoring those teams? Is that going to be a part of Monday night at all? Um, the 1984 team, we're planning on a reunion with them. Um, we're going to actually do that on March 1st, um, which is going is the last game of the year for the boys against Wilmer. That game is also going to be over at Roosevelt. And, <coughs> excuse me, um, so we're inviting um, as many of the players that can come back for that 40-year reunion. But on Monday night, we are working on getting some special guests up there, uh, former coaches, uh, both from Moorhead and Fergus Falls, um, that have been a big part of that, that rivalry. That, that we've had so we have been contacting um those previous coaches and, and seeing if we can get them up there for this game as well so i have to ask you as a as a diehard otter you know bleeds maroon and yep. gold all that and, and you've been really spearheading this effort to get games back in uh, the roosevelt gym uh, i've got to ask you what some of your top memories are of otter basketball at roosevelt well, you know, just most of mine are as a kid. I, I just, you know, growing up here, uh, the first year that I really started uh, going to all the games um, was 1984 
with that 1984 state tournament team and, and following them. But uh, going into that gym, it was just, uh, you know, as a kid, it just, it, it might as well have been, you know, a professional stadium. It was, it was the big time. And, and it was just such a great atmosphere. It was so much fun to watch games there growing up. Um, but I did have a highlight when I moved around a little bit in high school. My family did in my senior year. I ended up in Detroit Lakes um, having that one game where I got to play uh, in that gym against Fergus Falls, of course. But I got to play in that gym. And that, that is the one game um, that I really do remember from my senior year was being able to play in that gym. And it was, it was such, a, such a great feeling. And so many memories for so many people um, going back to when it was first built. I would say the, high, the other highlight about that gym for me has really been in the past two years working on this project, uh, the number of stories that I've heard from, from people throughout the generations of what that gym has meant to them. And uh, there's no shortage of those stories. And that's, that's what's great. And it's everything from great sports moments to prom to plays or concerts they had there. And even I've heard multiple stories um, from the class of that or people that were in there in the fall of 63 when that's they gathered all the students there to, to learn about uh, the assassination of John F. Kennedy. And um, they were telling me this is the seat I was sitting in when they announced it to us. This is where we were, you know. So, so that gym has so many memories for so many people. And it's just a, such a beautiful facility as well. You know, it's not just an old building and for so many. And, and it's been a lot of fun for this project, a lot of hard work, and the hard work continues as we continue to make improvements each year. But um, it's, it's been a really uh, great experience. And the, I, I know the students themselves, uh, both the boys and girls have had an opportunity to play games in there now, <coughs> and both have indicated how much they loved playing in there. And these are kids that were, when we moved over to this facility, you know, at the oldest, some of them were three or four years old. And some of them weren't even born yet. So uh, they don't have those old memories in it. They're creating the new ones, but they, they love being in there. Well, it's, it's got to be so satisfying to you to see the progress that has been made into getting over there. And just as an update to where are you at now as far as what is going to be done next to uh, bring things up to code and get it to where it needs to be? What improvements are you still looking at? So there's, there's a lot of internal improvements that the school district itself is doing. Um, we're, we're constantly monitoring it, looking at things as, as needed over there. So there's there's been so many projects like that done. As far as the fundraising goes, you know, the two big ones that uh, we were able to raise uh, the money for, which came to about $120,000, was the, the floor, um, completely redoing the floor, and then adding the bleachers uh, back to the lower level. Uh, the With the fundraising we've done this fall or Continue. I shouldn't even say hard fundraising. It's just it's continued donations, which are constantly coming in, either through selling um, seats at at the top. Which what I mean by that is people can pay two hundred dollars and get a plate, which are uh, take up as we speak right now is creating even more plates as people have put uh, more in. But for two hundred dollars, we'll put a name plate with your name or the name of a loved one or or whoever on uh, the seat of your choice. So we're doing a lot of that. But we've just purchased um, a new ice machine for the training room. So we have that over there for the safety of our, our kids. And also padded chairs, you know, like we have in the maroon gym. Right now we kind of haul them back and forth, or the gold gym here at KSS. 
So we're, we're doing a set of those over there um, as well. Uh, things that we're still fundraising for, so I, we kind of purchase things as the money comes in. Um, you know, there's going to be updates into the concession stand to bring that up to code. Uh, probably one of the bigger projects that uh, we'd like to take on as soon as we're able to raise the money for it is updating the locker rooms. We want to keep that old feel. We're not, you know, of what we've had in the past, but just getting lockers in there uh, for game nights for our players, both our, the visitors and the home team. Um, if you were in that locker room a long time ago, it hasn't changed. Probably even the same lockers. So uh, just doing some updates to the locker room, especially for, for game nights and things like that. That's another project we're looking at. And and people keep coming in, whether it's coaches or parents or whatever, and say, you know, really this would be something that we could do and, and other people bring in ideas of things. So it's a, it's a constant uh, thing. So we're still very happy to uh, um, get that help that the community has been so generous with. So if there's anybody out there that's still thinking they would like to donate um, throughout this year, uh, there are projects that we're still doing. The big ones luckily got done. And, and the shot clocks, I should say that. That was another you know, a few thousand dollars to get shot clocks in there because of uh, the new rule change. So so we got the big ones that make it possible for us to play games in there now. Um, but it's been a great uh, facility. There's been gymnastics meets. All of our gymnastics and wrestling have been in there. And it's not like it's closed up on nights we don't have a game because that gets used every single day now by our high school and middle school basketball teams, volleyball teams, uh, community ed uh, physical education, uh, so many different different things that it's allowed us to to do this. I think we every Monday night we have about sixty kids in there for archery, which we mm. couldn't have done if we didn't have that gym. So it, it's been um, it, it's been a labor of love. There's no question for that place, and I think a lot of others agree. And so we're just going to kind of keep going, and it's just going to be a constant effort to. Um, get those things to make it a, a great gym. And um, just a couple quick notes of, of what it means to even people outside of Fergus Falls. Uh, Dean Haugo, who uh, I've been obviously working with, the activities director from Moorhead, they opened their brand new gym just three, four weeks ago. And I asked him about that, and, he, and his quote to me was, when people asked about his new gym, he said, I feel like we have probably one of the best new gyms now in the state of Minnesota, and he said, but I tell people, I don't know if we'll ever be able to create the atmosphere of either the old Staples or the old Fergus Falls gym. Mm. And so that's why he's with a, this great facility they have. They're still so excited to come and play on Monday. And um, hey, the, the Wilmer people that came up the other day uh, were talking to me, and they said, it's hardly fair now because they think Fergus Falls has probably two of the top three or four gyms in the whole CLC now. Both the Roosevelt and even our gold gym compared to many of the other gyms in the CLC. So so others have recognized that. We have no shortage of teams. Most teams now request to play over there. just doesn't That's always awesome. work out that we can play all of our games there. No, it's, it's great. You've done a great job leading it, Derek, and great to see this community step up the way it has. And, yeah, we do have probably two best gyms in the Central Lakes Conference. I don't think there's uh, much doubt. Well, we look forward to Monday night. Should be a lot of fun. Thanks to Minnesota Motor Company for paying everybody's admission. And uh, should be a, a great crowd on hand when the spuds come to town on uh, Monday night. So we need some sit-down Chucky 
uh, signs in case Mr. Golzevic does show up, and uh, then we need uh, the mash the spuds chant every now and then. I, I think that that would be in order. So should be a fun night. <laughs> Derek, thanks so much for your time. Appreciate it. You're doing a great job. Hang in there. All right. Thanks, Craig. Thanks for everything you do. Derek Abraham's Activities Director at Fergus Falls High School. Lake Area Docks and Lifts, one of our sponsors. They have five locations in Minnesota, and they invite you to check out their boat show booths at the Minneapolis Convention Center and the Fargo Dome this month. The boat show discount promotion is in effect now, and you can save money before spring with Lake Area Docks and Lifts. Thanks to Derek Abrahams for joining us to talk about a special Monday night alumni night at the Roosevelt Gym when the Moorhead Spuds are in town. Remember, check out the second half of the Lady Spartans feature podcast on that 2000-2001 National Championship team. And come back again tomorrow, won't you? You've been listening to The Sports Moment with Craig Olson. Sponsored by Pemberton Law and Lake Area Docks and Lifts. Produced by Sunroom Lab. Music by Blue Red Roses. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and thanks for listening.